Alex Philadon. It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got a hit. Yes! Zali Stable, 132.67, has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. You beauty! On the ice with a Gimlet. A Gimlet Welcome once again to Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast as we bring you a continued look at the lead-up to the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics, sort of a preview series that we are doing in regards to a variety of different athletes leading up into next year's Winter Games, and you've already heard from a variety of our Winter Athletes. Colin has been bringing some Canadian athletes to the table, and some Australian athletes too, it seems to uh, seems to happen, and uh, I'm glad that Colin managing to uh, use that winter angle, I feel, that Canada can produce in terms of uh, getting these athletes on the show. I feel we need to uh, surprise him by perhaps... uh Getting a get a couple of Canadian athletes on the uh, on the show from the summer side of things, maybe we'll work that out. But today we are bringing you an interview with an Australian athlete, an Australian speaking to an Australian from the sport of snowboard cross. This is Belle Brockhoff. Now, Belle, uh, very well known in this country in the Sochi Olympics. She had a lot of uh, media attention around her leading into those games and uh, strong performances from her in those and sort of outside the uh, the Olympics as well. And uh, one of our very well known athletes, I feel in the uh, winter sports circle and had a fantastic season just uh, recently coming uh, close to the Olympic Games next year. And as you'll hear her discuss in this interview, uh, she'll say a little bit about how well she actually did during the season and, of course, uh, sadly had an injury towards the end. But uh, as she discusses, probably the best time to get an injury, if that is such a thing. And uh, she'll explain uh, why in regards to this. And, of course, you've heard Colin bring the I Am Canadian questions to all the athletes that he's interviewed, something that I tended to avoid when it came to a few of the athletes that we've had on the show from my angle. So for the very first time, I managed to pull out the I Am Canadian questions and turn them into I Am Australian questions, I guess, and put them towards Bell. So uh, let's uh, let's shut me up and let's hear our chat right now with Australian snowboard cross athlete Bell Brockhoff. Continuing on, uh, speaking to several Olympians in the lead-up to Pyeongchang in 2018, and it's a pleasure to be able to speak to our next guest here on Off the Podium today. She competed in the 2014 Sochi Olympics in the sport of snowboard cross and is well on her way to competing for Australia once again next year at the Games. Please welcome to the show, Belle Brockhoff. Belle, thank you for your time here today. 
Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, and I'm I'm intrigued about the world of snowboard cross because as somebody who is a fan of the Olympics, I love um, I love the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Games, and I, I personally love watching snowboard cross. But for many Australians, Bill, this is a sport which I'm sure that a lot of people have to ask you commonly: What on earth is snowboard cross? Have you gotten used to sort of explaining it? Um, I guess in an easier way to some people who are a bit uh, misunderstanding on what the sport is. Yeah, look, I've, I've kind of figured out a simple way of explaining it. I mean, most people know what BMX racing is, so I just say basically that on a snowboard on snow <laughs> um, and then on a mountain. So it's pretty similar and um, you've got all these obstacles and jumps and rolls that you have to go through and you have six people that you're racing against and top three who cross the finish line first. Um, go to the next round. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's kind of it's one of those things that you explain, and then but when you watch it though, it really is such a it's a, such a unique sport to watch. And I kind of find it's it's sad that we only really in Australia get to see it every four years for the Olympics. Is this something that you feel that Australians really need to be paying more attention to because this is a fun sport to watch? Yeah, it definitely is. And like we know we're a small group of winter athletes, and we're growing and growing, and we've had a, an amazing season this year. I know not. I don't know if many people know about it, but we've racked up quite a few medals, the most in a very long time. And um, board cross, you know, last year, oh, last month's games was really exciting for us because um, we had really good ratings on our sport. And this year, coming to games, it's going to be even more exciting because it's just spectator sport. You know, you have crashes, you have knockouts, you have all of these kinds of things that keep you on the edge of your seat. Now, you mentioning, of course, with the the fantastic season you guys have had, sort of just just gone, and obviously leading into the games next year. I mean, t- tell our listeners, just update us, I guess, a little bit on on just w- how well uh, you you went, particularly yourself, Bill. I'm sure everybody's very intrigued to find out just how well you are going leading into the Olympics next year. Yeah, well, I have my. Um Best season yet, uh, which is a bit of a twist on the end of it because I blew my ACL out towards the end of the season, which was a bit of a bummer. But uh, at the same time, it was a good time to do it because I was 11 months out. But I racked up a few podiums and two golds as well, so I was really happy about that. And throughout the whole season, I was uh, the tour leader, which was really exciting for me. I punched off a lot of goals of mine and... Um, yeah, now I'm on the mend. Fantastic. So, I mean, obviously not fantastic about the injury, though, Bill, uh, but as you kind of said, um, <laughs> if, if you're going to get injured, I guess you kind of take it, as you said, 11 months out. So that recovery at the moment is is still ongoing and it's something that will be healed in time for the Games next year? Yeah, exactly. Like, I have a really good team, really strong support team around me, making sure I'm ticking off boxes. And I'm already walking around five weeks out and doing all these um, weight training as well, so... It's it's pretty good. I'm quite happy. And sort of with that training, then kind of leading into the to the games next year. I mean, what's when does the next season get underway? Do you have sort of a period here in Australia where you've got to keep training, or is it still a case of you've got to keep following that snow? And as soon as you're ready to get back on that board, you're able to just keep on pushing towards the games. Yeah, so like it's a bit different for the others right now, but for me, because of the injury, I have a set plan on okay, end of August, I'll do a few physical tests and see if I can get back on snow. If so, I'll jump on a snowboard and just do some really cruisy stuff. Um, and that'll be around the start of September. The guys will probably go to the World Cup uh, in Argentina in September. And then I'll hop go to overseas earlier in October rather than November. 
and do my on-snow training there because usually we do like a on-snow camp in August. Right, right. And what's the process in in terms of selection for the games? Because I know we sort of a lot of these sports in the lead up to to next year, it kind of the, the selection I believe comes very late, sort of very close to the games. Is that similar for for snowboard cross, or do you find out at a certain time? It's similar to snowboard cross, and I think all winter sports. I mean, we've got World Cups leading up to the event, so a lot of teams are using that as their last minute for those who haven't qualified. Um, or who have qualified who want to use it as training before the games, and, you know, that's what we do. So, yeah. I mean, right right now, I'll, I'll probably miss most of it before the games, but hopefully I can return to it um, before the games rather than having the Olympics as my first event. And, I mean, of course, that's obviously not ideal preparation, but I guess in terms of sort of pushing towards it, I mean, the ultimate goal, no doubt, is the Olympics. And, you know, coming off eighth in, in Sochi, I mean, do you go into next year with a with a designated target? Is it just bettering eighth? Or are you going flat out for a medal? Or are you just kind of kind of see how it goes in between now and February next year? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll take it day by day. But at the end of the day, I always come into a comp aiming to win. I think you just got to go for gold. Each time you come into a competition, you shouldn't, like, set anything lower than that. Even if you, you know you're not quite there yet, I think aiming the highest you can possibly go will help you um, throughout the whole comp. And have you had much of an opportunity to check out the the facilities there in Korea? Is, is that kind of one of the, the venues you've had the opportunity to ski at? Uh, sorry, to snowboard at, I guess, in, in the last uh, couple of months? Yeah, so like two, two years ago, or two seasons ago, we went there for a test event. So that worked out really well. We did, had a World Cup on the actual course that we'll be racing on. Uh, from there, they'll say, okay, we'll add this many features or bring it back by this many features depending on what the athletes feedback were also we stayed in some accommodation just to get our surroundings and bearings on what it'd be like at the olympics and then also like kind of tick off what we need to be shipped over there for us uh for each personal athlete so it was really cool and then like even last year uh coach our coaches went over to test different waxes on the snow because the waxes you know you kind of want to get that right it's like you know, soft and hard tyres for Formula 1 cars. So it's just to test that, see what the snow is like, and then keep that information for next year. And, I mean, what's your, your uh, impression, I guess, of, of those facilities when you, when you were there? I mean, were they, uh, you know, great facilities for you to sort of suit your style and are you kind of expecting it to be similar or maybe even better for you next year during the Games? Yeah, like, so, like, the accommodation was, there was standard accommodation because it was two years out that didn't have the actual accommodation for us built yet. But last year, um, some of the guys went over and they said it's really good. Everything's brand new. Um, everything that we need there and even like even the food for people's dietary needs and everything, it's easy to sort out. So, um, and yeah, like we have stuff shipped over as well. So if we want like a guitar or a tennis table, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very good. And, and is that something that you, I guess, both of them, do you need Do you need a guitar and a, a tennis table there for your bell? I mean, does that help you uh, focus in the games, I guess? <laughs> Nah, I just need my own pillow. That's a big thing, so <laughs> pillow, I'll be right. <laughs> just keep it simple, keep it simple. I like that, I like that. Yeah, now, uh, one thing where we like to do here quickly on the show, Bell, uh, we've sort of got this bit of a segment towards the end which we like to ask our athletes now the we're, one of our co-hosts i'll quickly explain this he is canadian so he kind of took this from the canadian olympic team website from rio last year and they asked each of their athletes yeah. a few different questions just kind of getting their thoughts on 
various things to do with the Olympics. So we're, we're doing this in the lead up to Korea next year, just to kind of get some different thoughts of uh, our athletes as they head into those games. And it's, it's kind of interesting here to change these around to an Australian perspective. So uh, it, it basically starts off by saying, my name is, and I am Canadian. So we're going to change that to, my name is Bell Brockhoff and I'm Australian, just in case you're not secretly Canadian or anything, Bell, that I'm not discovering here or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. Now, uh, who to you is the greatest Olympian of all time? Oh, I, I reckon our own Lydia Lassala. I mean, she's going for a fifth Olympic. She, she's pumped out a few kids in between the games and had time off. And then the year before the game, she just qualifies and most likely gets a medal. So, yeah. Definitely fantastic inspiration there. One, one I'd, I'd agree with there. Uh, what's your first Olympics that you ever remember watching? Um, clearly, it would have been 2002, where, I don't know if you remember, this girl who was who's still one of the top riders in our sport, Lindsay Jacobellis, um, leading the border cross heat in the big final. So this was the gold medal round, and she was leading and then decided to show off on the last jump. Yes. Swing and grab and fell yep. in 10 seconds. Yep. I do remember that. You don't, you don't want to be doing that, I guess, next year. Yeah. Uh. No, no. That was... That was um, border cross lesson number one for me yes. as a kid. Yes, so. <laughs> that's kind of day yeah. one of border cross. You see that? Okay, don't do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, if you could be any superhero, uh, who? What would you be, or who would you be? Oh, I haven't really thought about that one. I don't know. Something to do with snow, I guess. Like I love snow and and, and racing and all that sort of stuff and everything to a snowballing pro, someone who can create a lot of snow somewhere and build up this awesome course or jumps or anything. That's, there isn't really any superheroes around snow, is there, that you kind of think about that? So uh, we need to change that, perhaps, Bell. We can we can create one around yeah. you. We can, I don't know, Super Bell, Bell Border, uh, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners yeah, can like draw that. up something and send it in, perhaps. Maybe that, that works. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, What's your favourite ice cream flavour? Uh, vanilla. Vanilla. Ah, see, that, so people talk down about vanilla, but I, I'm with you there. Vanilla is like a nice, simple one that is, it's just something about a good vanilla ice cream that really just hits the spot. So I like it. Yeah, if you get vanilla bean. Oh, that's even really true. Good. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very good choice. I like it. Um, if you were a baseball player, what would your walk-up music be? I guess you could almost have this sort of on the start line. You could have some music there playing in your headphones or something like that to sort of really get you amped up for a race? Uh, probably maybe some Jimi Hendrix or Akadaka. Ah, yes. I like that. Good old Akadaka and Hendrix. That that works perfectly. Yeah. I'm going to think about that next year when you're on the, on the line there in, uh, in Korea. Uh, what's the best nickname yeah. <laughs> that you've ever been called? Um, the Hoff. The Hoff. Ah, yes. That's awesome. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Rock off and, yeah, so they kind of just made that up and that was that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, if you weren't an athlete, uh, what would you be? Oh, probably a photographer, I guess. Okay. Okay. I, I think. That's a good one. I, 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 I see you're I very really strong on the Instagrams. You've got a lot of followers out there. So I guess you could kind of, you know, have that on the side there. It's going well. Yeah. Well, I, I do have a photography page on the side that I kind of just started up. Um, so just learning things here and there. Fantastic. to get a little bit better. There you go. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, your guilty pleasure snack, I guess, besides maybe vanilla bean ice cream. Dried mango. Ah, oh, dried mango. Wow. We actually, we had um, Andy Naughty, a Canadian mogul skier on recently, and she said one of her biggest fears was mango. She was terrified of mangoes. How does that work? How can you be afraid of a mango? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe as a kid you got something... 
weird going yeah. on. Or <laughs> There's a psych out to your Canadian athletes. Just, you know, show them yeah, exactly. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Um, what is the most recent TV show that you binge watched? Family Guy. Family Guy. Classic, but a good one. Yes. Are you still sort of into yeah. the newer episodes or are you maybe a fan of the, the classic episodes more so than the newer ones? No, I like the new ones. They're really good. It's always good to have the older ones too on fire when you want to watch them. So. Good combination. Uh, what's your favourite place in the world to compete? Oh, probably... I don't know. They're all different and I really like all of them a lot. Um, probably Switzerland. Mm-hmm. The Alps, Alps along there. Uh, Austria is always good too. Mm-hmm. So those two. Okay, good answers. Good answers. And your final one here, Bell. Uh, what is your biggest fear in life? Um, Tough one to end it on there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I think this is where Andy mentioned the mangoes. I think this is where she said the mangoes one. So um, yeah. Biggest fear in life: mangoes. That's a really weird one. Mm. I'm probably the same. As most people, it's probably spiders. Yep. Yep. And you, you deal. don't get too many spiders in the snow, though, so that's kind of probably a good profession that you've got, I would say. Yeah, but, like, I'm in Australia for eight months a year, so <laughs> we've got some pretty crazy creatures here. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure having you here, Belle. Best of luck with everything. We're obviously going to keep our uh, fingers and toes and everything crossed uh, that the recovery goes well, and then leading into Korea next year, we're all going to be watching you very, very closely and hoping that you can uh, bring home a medal for us here in Australia. So best of luck and uh, really appreciate your time on the show here today. Oh, thank you so much. A fantastic chat there with Belle, and I just want to send a special thanks out there to the Australian Winter Institute as well, uh, particularly to Belinda Noonan, who helped organise these uh, interviews very last minute, I will say, as well. Um, you'll see a couple of these in the coming days, and um, just fantastic that we've been able to get these, and we're hoping to get a few more of these, of course, um, in this period of time, I guess, when a lot of these athletes are just having a bit of time off ahead of uh, training and everything when things get very busy, of course, in, leading into Pyeongchang 2018. You can hear all our other interviews and uh, episodes from off the podium, of course, by subscribing to us on iTunes. We are on Stitcher as well. Like us on Facebook, and you can use the hashtag off the podium if you are listening to any of these uh, podcasts and you want to join the conversation with them on Twitter. And uh, just a big shout out to all our guests along the way who have uh, responded and joined in the conversation with us. We appreciate your time on the show, and we appreciate the fact that you're engaging with us and the listeners along the way as well. Thank you for listening to this Bell Brockhoff interview. We'll have more for you very, very shortly on Off the Podium and we'll speak to you then.